You can be seated. Um, man, I tell you, we are, as I was just sitting there listening and worshiping with you guys, we are so honored and privileged here at Orchard Church to have such an amazing, amazing worship team. Can we thank them for all they do? Amen. And, and I'm not... I'm not just talking about, you know, the wonderful musicians and singers that are on the stage, but those that run the sound and the lights and put the words on the screen. That's all part of our worship team. And uh, we are very blessed here at Orchard Church. We have been almost from day one to have some amazing worship here at this church. And so um, they're not done. They're going to come back in just a little bit. We're going to worship a little bit more. And I think we've got some very exciting things to worship God for. But thanks for coming tonight. Um, as we told you guys, not only we're going to have a, a night of worship, we're having a little bit of a business meeting. Now, normally when you announce a church business meeting, people are like, oh, business. That doesn't sound like fun. But I think we're going to have some fun uh, with this business meeting tonight and what I want to share with you guys. When God called us to Denver, my family, um, nine years ago to plant Orchard Church, he, he called us to move to a city that we had never lived in. Um, we didn't have any friends here. We didn't have any family here. We didn't know anybody, but we knew this was an area that needed vibrant Bible teaching, disciple making churches. And God providentially placed us in, in this area. And we didn't know we were going to meet either. And so we started out as a Bible study. There was about six of us in our apartment. And that lasted two weeks. And we outgrew our apartment and doubled in size. So we went from six to 12. Woohoo! And we were off and running. And we were like, well, what are we going to do now? We've outgrown the apartment. We didn't know where we were going to meet. At that time, we didn't have any, any money or income or anything like that to, to you know, find a place. And so we talked to the manager at the apartment complex that we were at, and they had a clubhouse, and we noticed that they had had parties and things like that, so we knew that you'd probably rent it out. So I went and I talked to the manager, and I said, you know, hey, we'd be interested in renting out the clubhouse on a Sunday morning. Do you, is it available? She goes, well, yeah, nobody ever wants it on Sunday morning. Why, why do you want it on Sunday morning? And we said, well, we're starting a church, and we've outgrown our apartment. And she was like, oh, it's for a church? And I said, yeah. And she goes, well, then you guys can use it, and we're not even going to charge you anything. And we met there. And God provided that place for eight months. And we grew to about 70, 80 people, you know, rent-free for eight months. And then we outgrew that. And so we're like, what are we going to do? And there was a rec center across the street. It was the Green Valley Ranch Rec Center. And we had asked them three times if we could meet there because we knew we were going to outgrow where we were at. And they told us no. And then we were to the point we had to have something. And God said, go ask them one more time. And God and I had a little argument. I'm like, God, I've asked them three times. They said, go ask them one more time. I went and I asked for the manager who told me no three times. And they said, well, uh, that manager's no longer here. We have a new manager. I said, oh, interesting. So I talked to the new manager, told her we were a church. She said, of course we can rent it to you. And so we met there for another six months till we outgrew that. And then Prairie View High School opened up. And that's a whole nother God story. Our name was basically put in a hat with six other churches. And our name was drawn. And God provided this wonderful facility for the last eight years almost. We've been, in January, eight years, we've been meeting at Prairie View High School. We started with one service, about 100 people right down here. We wondered how in the world are we ever going to fill this place? And God said, well, you're not, but I am. And so we got to the point where we outgrew one service and we added a second service about three years in. And then after we added a second service, we outgrew that. And a year ago, we added a third service. And now we're starting to outgrow the three services, especially if you come to the second and third service. Now, if you guys would all just start coming at 8 o'clock, we'd be fine. <laughs> we haven't figured out how to get everybody to do that. 
And I, I can just tell you guys, uh, I'm a pretty energetic guy. I have a lot of energy even at my age, but I finally found my limit. And three services in a row on Sunday morning is your pastor's limit. By the third service, I'm done. I am done. So we talked to the school about maybe adding a Saturday night service. And they said that we could, but they have so many programs and things. About once a month, we wouldn't be able to meet, and that wasn't going to work. And so we started realizing we're to the point that maybe God has something else for us. And as many of you have heard me say over and over, we did not come to Denver to build a church building. We came to build a church. And there's a big difference. Amen? We are the church. A building is just a place for us to meet. It's just a facility. And we said, if God ever wants us to have a building of our own to continue the vibrant ministry in this community, then God will let us know at the right time in the right place, and he will open the right doors. And so, as you guys have known, there's been 38 acres of land sitting right next door to the high school ever since we moved in. About four years ago, we started conversations with the owner of that land. And when we first started talking to the owner, he wanted $4 million dollars. For that 38 acres and we were like well that's a closed door <laughs> we're not going to be able to do that and that was four years ago when we started having those conversations and i i just want to share with you kind of what's happened over the last four years is we got to the point where we knew we're going to be need to be thinking about doing something else and maybe having a place of our own and and, and things like that we are grown at about 20 to 25 percent every year um, right now, we are up 26% this month over a year ago, 26%. Um, two Sundays ago, we were up 35% over the same Sunday last year. And usually, September's a little slow, and then October, November is when things really crank up, and it gets hard to, to find a seat. And, and our, we don't, as a church, we don't have the field of dreams mentality. The field of dreams mentality is, if you build it, they will come. That's a lot of church's mentality. We're going to build it and hope they come. We have the opposite of that. We've said, once they come, then we'll build it. Amen. And that's where we are now. They've been coming. They keep coming. We keep growing. We need to do something. And so we started talking to the owner of this 38 acres. And you can see on the picture that sits right next to the Prairie View. You can see the size of it in relation to the entire Prairie View High School and, and the football field and all of that, the size of it. Um, he wanted $4 million. This 38 acres that I want to tell you about, that we have a decision to make tonight about, um, 38 acres was purchased nine years ago by the owner. He's, uh, he lives in Chicago. He purchased the land as an investment opportunity, but it's been very difficult because he's in Chicago and the land is here and things like that. He bought it for $2.375 million nine years ago. He was trying to sell it for $4 million for about two or three years to make a profit. He then dropped the price to $3.3 million about a year and a half ago, and it didn't sell at the $3.3 million. To give you a little background about this land, it is in un unincorporated Adams County right now. So it needs to be zoned, it needs to be annexed into the city of Brighton. Well, most people, developers and things like that, didn't want to mess with the time to do that. They want to buy land that's already zoned and annexed, and they didn't want to wait the time. So he had it for $3.3 million. We then started getting really serious about negotiations with him and trying to figure out a better price. And we were able to negotiate him down to $2.25 million. So from $4 million down to $2.25 million in about a year and a half. Um, there's a family in our church that um, they own Stonebrook Manor where we've had some of our um, appreciation dinners. And um, the, the father that owns that business, his name is Rex Hogue. He's actually with us tonight in our service. He started helping us about six to nine months ago, helping me 
because he's developed land, he's bought and sold land, kind of working with us to see if we could work something out to get this land. And what his intention was, and our intention was, he was going to try to buy the land, and then he was going to sell it off to a developer and then donate, you know, six to eight acres back to Orchard Church, which I shared that with you guys, which would have been a tremendous blessing, and what a heart to do that. But the landowner did not want to wait the year of annexation and zoning. And so he didn't want to wait that year. He wanted to cash out before the end of this year. So Rex started talking to us and helping us and said, I believe that if you guys can get that land at that price or better, that there's a really good opportunity once we zone it and annex it, that we can take what we need to build on and then sell the rest off and our land will be paid for and potential, potential, not a guarantee, but potential, we might even make some money and have ours free and clear to help go against a building. And so he started working and helping with us with that. And so knowing the owner said, well, I want to cash out by the end of the year, we gave him a very low ball offer because we said, well, we can't pay $2.25 million. Um, so we shot him a very low offer and he came back and after it was all said and done in negotiations, he's willing to sell us, Orchard Church, the 38 acres for $1,810,000. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> and I know he probably doesn't want us to recognize him, but I'll, I'll just deal with that later. But can we thank Rex, who's here tonight, for helping us get to this point? Because there's no way we'd be at this point. Uh, thank you, Rex. Thank you. So from $4 million down to $1,810,000, but there's more good news about this land. I mean, obviously, the location is incredible for Orchard Church. We don't have to move except right next door. It's on 120th Major Street. We will be next door to the hub of our community. 2,000 students here at Prairie View High School forever. I mean, anybody you want to tell where Orchard Church is, right next to Prairie View. I mean, the location is incredible. Here's some other things that we found out as we investigated and met with the city about this land. Normally, there's what is called a sewer and water recap fees. The city puts in all the infrastructure, then whoever buys the land has to pay the city back. There would normally be a $150,000 sewer recap fee to whoever buys this land. Well, the, the owner did some negotiating because of some easements with the school. There is no sewer recap fee, which will save us $150,000. $150,000. He also negotiated no zoning and annexation fees, which is normally about $50,000. So it's going to save us $200,000 that we would not normally have with other land in addition to the $1.8,010,000 that we're talking about here. So it's a huge opportunity. The other thing is we've talked to builders about this land. Our intention would be to build right next to the high school and even have some shared parking. And we can enter into agreement with the school. We've already talked to the school about this. They're very open to it because when they have graduations and programs, they need overflow parking. They've said that they've estimated that could save us a couple hundred thousand dollars in parking places. So there's some huge, huge benefits to this piece of property. We did a market analysis of the area. What is land like this right here within about a three to five mile radius selling? The market value for land that is um, you know, unzoned, unannexed in this area is $89,000 per acre. That's the market value. We would be purchasing this land for $48,000 an acre. That is a huge saving. This is going to put us in a position where we believe we're going to be able to recoup our investment 
to pay for our land and maybe even make a little bit on top of that. And if you're doing the math, from what the owner paid for it nine years ago to what we're buying it for, we're saving $565,000, half a million dollars. It's a huge amount of money. So what we're, we have entered into a contract with the owner. Um, we didn't, that is a miracle of God right there, church, because it has been very, very, very difficult. Every time we thought we had something nailed down, he would change his mind. He's a good guy. He really is. He's a great guy. You know, he's in a tough position because he's taken a loss. But we have entered into a signed contract. And what we wrote into the contract is in order for us to close on this land, and we're looking to close uh, first to middle of December by the end of the year at the latest, we put in the contract that Orchard Church has to vote. We need a 75% vote of our membership to proceed and close on this land. And if that vote passes tonight, Lord willing, unless something else comes up, we're going to have that land, that 38 acres, before the end of the year. So this is what we're proposing tonight. This is what we're voting on if you're a member of Orchard Church. And this was um, unanimously voted on by our executive council to present to the church. We all are in agreement. We're entering into a contract for $1,810,000 for this 38 acres of land. And this this is what we've agreed to in the contract. We are, he wants $1 million down at closing, cash. Now you say, well, where are we going to get $1 million? Well, here's the good news. We have never had a capital campaign here at Orchard Church for eight years. But I have operated a budget about, at about 70% of our income. And you guys have all been giving a capital to a capital campaign whether you realize it or not, for the last eight years. And we have that $1 million cash in the bank ready to put down. We don't have to borrow that. So we're going to bring $1 million cash to the table. We have that in our account. And then here's some more good news. We're still going to owe him $810,000. We negotiated him to do owner financing. He is going to carry that note for one year. Six months, no payment, no interest. And our prayer and our goal is that we're going to be able to raise that other 110000 with some of the money we have and what we can raise in that six months. And I think there is a very, very good possibility that we will be able to have that land paid for free and clear in the next six to nine months and take no loan out on it. Would that be okay, church, if we were able to do that? That's what we're hoping to do. And then if it goes into the next six months, it would be an interest only at 4%. And then there's a balloon payment at the end of that at at one year. Um, Now, the big question is this. Okay, if we're putting all this money up to purchase this 38 acres, you know, are we, is that going to strap us to the point that we can't put a building on it? And that was one of my biggest concerns from day one. I don't want to just buy land. We don't need land. We need a building. And so I said, I don't want to enter into this if we can't proceed right away with putting up a building. And and, and let me just tell you something else that's my heart, church. If we get this land and we purchase this land, I'm not interested in putting a sign on the land that says Orchard Church coming soon. I don't want to put up a sign. I want to put up a building. There's too many signs around town that have been there for years. Coming soon. So we are in a financial position we, we, we've done our, our homework on this, that we would be able to purchase the land and, and proceed with building a building 
right away. Now it's going to take about 9 to 12 months to take it through zoning and annexation. We will be doing a capital campaign and some of those kinds of things. But with the money, extra money that we have budgeted every month with a capital campaign, we believe we can proceed with building a building once we get the building permit. And Lord willing, about a year or so from now, we might be breaking ground over there. So this is not going to hold us up. We would like to sell the part of the land that we don't need. We're going to be figuring all that out. We are going to be hiring a, a professional church building consultant. He's going to be doing a, a needs and feasibility study. What do we need to build based upon our growth rate? What is it feasible to build based upon our income and our growth patterns? We don't want to build too little. We don't want to build too much. You guys know my heart. The last thing in the world that I'm going to do is put our church in financial jeopardy. We're not going to strap ourselves. And so he's going to help us with that. And so then we'll know exactly how much land do we need to keep how much land can we sell off you know to someone else and man we can pray about it maybe somebody a developer will buy the land and it might even be sold before we even break ground and we'll be able to recoup our money there's a possibility we already have some people that may be interested in that so that's what we're talking about tonight voting to proceed and close on this contract for one million eight hundred ten thousand dollars one million do it closing owner financing eight hundred and ten Thousand. Is that exciting to you guys? That's exciting to me. So, we, we have a, a decision uh, to make. So, first of all, I want to uh, entertain a motion by a member of our church, uh, a motion to proceed with this contract as presented. Can I have a motion from someone? Motion is made. Okay, Cody Griffin makes the motion. We can record that. And second, Paul Natal is seconding the motion. Okay, we're going to take a time of discussion uh, for some questions. All right, does anyone have questions? I think we have a mic. Do we have that mic? Don's got the mic. Before we take a vote of our membership, are there any questions that we can answer for you? And I know you may have a lot of questions about the building itself. That's a whole nother meeting. We will have a whole nother meeting to talk about what we're proposing to build, how much it's going to cost, what it's going to look like. Right now, this vote tonight is just to purchase the land. But we can't build on anything if we don't have land. Okay? So any questions? Any questions? Question? Okay, Scott. We on? We on back there? I know that the, you said that you've been building basically capital campaign. Would this affect our uh, missions at all? No, not at all. No, our capital campaign comes out of our general fund, is completely separate from our missions giving, uh, completely separate from our feeding centers. It comes out of our general fund, and we, we tithe um, off of our general fund to missions, and that is separate from, from capital money. Good question. Yeah. Will not affect any of our ministries that we already have and what we're doing. I think I saw a hand way up in the back there, Don. Hey, Doug, uh, so as far as the capital campaign... How much do you, was that, that was for the land or for the that, that will be for either or. You know, if we need to make up, because we need to make up some money to pay the $810,000, we would like to not have to take a loan for that. If we do have to roll some of that into a loan, we'll do that as one project, land and building. So the capital campaign will help us with both of those. Do you know about how much that would be for? Well, that's a good question. Um, we have talked to four or five different uh, capital campaign consultants, one of the guys that we're going to hire, that's what he does. He said, generally a church can raise about two times their annual income in a three-year campaign. For Orchard Church, that would mean raising about two to two and a half million dollars over three years. 
He said, that's a good campaign. And I said, well, we're not a good church. We're a great church. So I think we can raise more than that. So that's what we're looking at. All right. Good question. Yeah. Scott. So I think something important might answer that question is, is that the money is sitting in the capital campaign, if we could have found an existing building, it could have went towards the existing building. Mm -hmm. um, there's just not a lot of existing buildings that will fit as many members as we have in our church. Um, in fact, there's none. There's none. In our community. We've so looked. It's just to clarify that point. Oh, very good point. Yeah, you guys um, may not be aware of this. I wasn't aware of this till recently as we did some demographic studies in our area and as we're getting into our growth pattern. And from what we've been told, Orchard Church may very well be at this point the largest attended church in Adams County. That's, that's how significant this church is in this area. And, and there aren't other places that will even fit us size-wise. We're in one of the largest facilities here at Prairie View High School, 600 seats in all of our community. We're, we've been meeting in it. Any other questions? Yes. Is the annex and zoning guaranteed? Oh, good question. Well, with the city, I don't think there's ever guarantees. <laughs> but we have met with them four times. And they love the idea of a church next to the school. They love some of the ideas of how we want to develop the rest of the land. Uh, they've given us no indication whatsoever that they would have any problem with us building a church. There's going to be some negotiating on what we sell the rest off for, you know, whether it's commercial or residential. And it has to eventually go through the, the city council. But they have given us absolutely no red flags at all that they won't approve this. What happens if they do? Then we have some land to sell. <laughs> And it's a good thing we're getting it at a good price. Yeah. Um, like I said, there's no guarantees with the city. But from what I understand of the meetings we've had with the city, the, the issue wouldn't be building the church. That they pretty much said yes to. It's what we would sell the rest off for. They would like to see some commercial development and things like that. And we've said, well, we might want it to be residential. So that's, that's where it gets a little tricky. Any other questions? All right. If there are no other questions, then we will take a vote. If you are a member of Orchard Church, you've gone through our Discover Orchard class, and you are a member, and you are voting yes to proceed with this contract and this purchase of this land, would you show that by raising your right hand? Raising your right hand. Okay. All right. Put them down. Any opposed? Any opposed? Any abstentions? Looks like we're buying some land, church. Can we celebrate? Amen. Amen. We have a lot to worship God for and celebrate. So let's stand. Let's continue to worship. Thank you, guys.